New, 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 new Pod World Order. I gave you fair warning, beware, beware, beware. But you thought plug shit was sweet, now you can't sleep Gotta keep your eyes open wide and hide your face from the streets I'm like the beast with a warrant far from a norman Gave you fair warning, now you wanna stand squalling I'm calling out any rapper that I doubt Smack him in the mouth, throw him in the yoke, boom, then I knock him out No doubt, Freddy Fox fouls, 20 shot, auto glock plow Benny Blind, Porter Rock style, with a twist of black in the brow Swish a cap in the mouth, sleep with the fish, did for yapping too loud What's happening now, niggas is hard as hell, but they gargamels Sticking on the smallest victim gives them heart to kill My squad is real and holds it down the hardest Regardless, what size of the largest We polish the floor with the brothers, all karatas Flawless victory, your niggas can't do shit to me Physically, lyrically, hypothetically, realistically You're the epitome of catch a wreck Catch it when you cash a check Smash it when you pass the jacket for your fucking lex Nothing less than the best of the squad did it Hard-headed niggas better beware and fear like God said it I, 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 I gave you fair warning, beware, beware Well, just fucking do it. And I almost got it, man. That's messed up. What episode are we on? Uh, 37. 37. Sticking with Stucky. And Tim. Chris. He's dead tired. Oh, man. I'm so tired, bro. <laughs> I'm so tired. Is it 37. Oh, you're not even looking. I'm trying to find our SoundCloud. We got some new followers. Song was Beware by Big Pun. No, it's 36. Episode 36. Oh, my bad. Yeah, episode 36 is Stick with Stucky. <laughs> Typo, we jumped. I'm tired, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, man, we're up to 136 followers on SoundCloud. Yeah? Still only six plays. <laughs> I wonder what is better to have more plays or more uh, subscribers. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you would think if you got a bunch of at least a hundred. You said hundred what thirty what? One hundred thirty-six followers. One hundred thirty-six. You know, like next week it might it might go down to like one thirty, and then like the week after it'll go back up to like one thirty-six, and then like the next week it'll be one thirty-eight, and it'll go back down to one thirty-four. It's like my Instagram. I can't stay over 50. Not me. I can't... Don't rub it in. Don't rub it in. I can't stay over 50. I got some new followers on Instagram, man. But I refuse to change. I got 223 followers. (laughs) Don't rub it in, Stucky. Podcast Motor. Uh, Started following me. Uh, AP Skateboard. This is like the old days. What? <laughs> Calling out our followers. This is yeah, like no. the old days. Taking it back. back I don't know who it. else. But there's a whole bunch of people that, that like me on social media and Instagram. Because I'm a politicker. Do you get anybody new? Mm, on where? Wherever. Who are you politicking with? I was politicking with Ari Shafir. 
The comedian? Yeah. Well, well lay it out. What happened? I ordered a shirt. Mm. It was like, like... I can't remember. It was like a... This is the host of What's Happening on... Uh, this is not happening. Oh, this is not happening. I'm sorry. What's happening? <laughs> you know what what's I said? What's happening, baby? <laughs> <laughs> That's the good one with Rerun. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I said last time? that I, I heard it and I was like, oh, how did I mess this up? Yeah, I said Will Smith was from South Philly. But the song is West Philadelphia, <laughs> born and raised. <laughs> <laughs> he must be thinking about Lil Dicky. Is he from South Philly? I think so. I know there's a lot of comics from South Philly. I think Big J's from there. Uh, Keith Robinson. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching Big J's show on C- CISO. How do you get... Is that just an online channel or is that like yeah, an actual just a, channel It's channel? an app. Uh-huh. You can play it through your Xbox. You can play it. Is through it free? Like your smart TV. No, you gotta pay. Oh, no. But you get like okay if you if you go and do like the your mom's house thing uh-huh. and put in mom like like CISO dot com backslash mom. Right. You'll get two months free. Oh yeah, and then I can just jump. Yeah, right yeah, up yeah. Because like yeah, because because right now that might be the thing to do. Because right now like Joey Diaz's special is gonna be on there. For real? I watched oh, Doug dang. Stanhope's new one. It was great. Yeah. I watched the uh, the Harmon, the Dan Harmon one, where they play Dungeons and Dragons and somebody yeah. animates it. That one was funny. But the one I've been watching was the Big J Ogerson, and it's like, what's your fucking deal? That's that's the name of the show. What's your fucking deal? Wasn't that his and special? It, no. Wasn't it's that like, what his like special series, I guess, but like now it's a series where he brings up other comedians, and all they do is crowd work. The whole show. So all they do is shit on everybody in the crowd. <laughs> it's, and it's funny as hell because they'll, get, they'll have like people come in there because <laughs> they pay the people to come in there, you know? Yeah. And they got like this guy that looks so evil in one episode just to sit up front. He had like this goatee and they're like, what is the devil doing here? They keep making fun of him. <laughs> so just imagine like if I went to like, one of his specials, <laughs> he'd be like, like your brother says that my new look is the, the Romanian he said, Yeah, he said, so what? That's his look now? He's going to be a Slavic refugee? <laughs> That's his new look? <laughs> I, I don't know how they get people to sit in the front. I would. <laughs> I would not sit in the front for nothing. But you know where we got to go? Because they're going to bang on you for stuff you never even thought of. And you'll never be able to unsee afterwards. You're gonna be like, yeah, I do have my eyes are my eyes are unreasonably far apart. I've been made fun of my whole life, so it doesn't really matter to me. So if you can talk about my caterpillar eyebrows and my eastern block looking nose, <laughs> but there's a thing of getting roasted by your friends and getting roasted by a professional comedian. <laughs> it's it's uh. You're going pro with the roasting. But, check it out. What? Houston Improv, April 21st. Are you going to be there or not? Who's going to be there? T-Buns, Tom Segura, himself. I don't really listen. To, I listen to his podcast. I don't, I've never seen any of his uh, stand-up. It's called the No Teeth, No Entry Tour. <laughs> no Teeth, No Entry 
I mean, I think he's funny. I should. Look. Did they have it on Netflix? Yeah, Tom Segura. Both of them. Okay. Uh, mostly normal, and oh no, mostly stories. And the other one was like something normal. His two specials. Okay. They're both really good. I watched one last night at work. It was this. Uh, what's her name? It's that pregnant uh, Asian lady. Yeah. That was actually really good. It was? Yeah. She was funny? She was funny, dude. Like, uh... I don't know. It's kind of like girl skateboarders. I can't get into it. <laughs> That's what I thought. I mean, usually, I have my... Female comedians are very, like... I like Bonnie McFarlane. I like uh, Morgan Murphy. I like Chelsea Peretti. Yeah. She, she's got a good one. Uh, it's like something... Not, Super famous, I think that's what it's called. It's on Netflix. It's nothing against girls skateboarders. <coughs> Maria Bamford, she's a really funny one. This now this chick, Ali. They Wong. just look odd doing like, doing like a uh, ramps and stuff. I guess because you know when a a regular guy skates or whatever, like we have this composure where you're kind of like I don't know how to explain it. Like you're. Well, I was trying to get you, I was trying to let you <laughs> ease out of this about <laughs> women skateboarders. Well, okay, well, I've already, I've already dug <laughs> yeah. myself in, but yeah. anyway, check this out. All right, so let's see if you like, dig okay. yourself out. Okay, so guys, when they skate, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they have like a swagger about A them. composure. Yeah, and when a girl skates, a lot of times they stick their ass out. Huh, <laughs> you didn't explain what, what that means. What? They have a composure. Well, they just kind of look tough on it. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> have you thought maybe it's because they have boobs? That's like 10 pounds on your chest. Yeah, maybe that is what it is. Yeah, and they gotta like balance, look- they gotta like balance it out with that, that, that donkey. Uh, I guess. But there is some good girls out there that ride. <clears throat> I, just, you know, I just don't get into it. Well, this chick was funny. I don't know what it was called, but she was like super, super pregnant out there doing her special, man. Because um, <clears throat> Ari Shafir was talking about some girl, it was a comedian that lost her arm. Yeah. And how doing what? She'd always been annoying, even when she hit her arm. And then when she lost it, she was still annoying without the arm. <laughs> without the arm. Well, all right, that's good to know. A scientific proof annoyance is not in the arm. Yeah. <laughs> it's on his special on, <clears throat> on Hulu. What happened with the Ari Shafir thing? We kind of veered off there. Well, anyway, uh, I'd ordered his shirt and it came with like a a copy of of his new special, uh-huh. and then uh, and. You had to, like, tell him what size shirt you wanted, extra large. So I'm like, okay. You know, I've been waiting to get, like, confirmation stuff was going to be sent to me. Yeah, how long ago did this happen? Like, three weeks ago, something like that. Oh, that you sent off for it? Yeah. I feel like I was doing old school mail order. Right. So anyway, I get an email, and he's like... Wait, you got Ari Shafir's email? Yeah. <laughs> I got an email from him. And it went like this. So, I'm sorry it took me so long to get back to you. I've been trying to figure out a solution to this issue. 
So we don't have any XL left, but I'll send you three mm-hmm. XL Ari Shapiro shirts in exchange. What is it? Or a refund? Or a refund. Okay. And I'm like, so I message him back. You mean three T-shirts? Or one three XL? <laughs> if so, as long as the XL shirts. I'm cool with it. Thanks for the heads up, Tim. Okay, so you say? Because that because it was. You kinda, thought he was gonna give you three? No, I thought a three he was XL gonna, yeah, shirt. Yeah. Maybe that's me being stupid. No, I mean you're trying to get some clarification. Yeah. So he's like, ha ha, ha. Oh, you made him laugh. No, I'll send you three shirts and some other stuff. Thanks, man. And I was like, no worries, can't wait. It'll be like a comedy blind box. Yeah. So now you got Ari Shafir's email. Yeah, maybe I'll get some like cool stickers or something from him. Hobnobbing with celebrities. A man who has a TV show. I hobnob with two two or three people that have TV shows. <laughs> I don't get it, bro, but somehow you always do it. <laughs> Sherrod Small. I hobnob with him. Oh, yeah, he yeah. He's got the show AD. with that Christian Finnegan guy. Yeah, I can't stand him. He yeah, should have really gotten, like gotten Kurt Metzger for that show. I don't really like him either. You don't like Kurt Metzger? No, no, I love Kurt Metzger and Sherrod. I think they're really funny. I think he should have got him for that show. That Christian Finnegan guy is not funny to me. That guy sucks. <laughs> Only thing I liked that dude in was that Chappelle show skit that Mad Real World. <laughs> they stole his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, but definitely, like I've, I've been watching that. I can watch the that. What's your fucking deal? It's so good. Kurt Metzger shows up on there. Yeah, I was gonna ask you who are all the people that are on there. Gilbert Godfrey was on there. Oh my god, I bet he was just oh, ripping, he was he was just ripping was, people to shreds. It. He was killing it. He was talking about these two people in a wheelchair. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was a wheelchair couple. That sounds very good. Yeah, we're there at the show together. Oh, they were god. together. They were both wheelchair people. But Kurt Metzger had already got into him about it. Uh-huh. He was asking him how they had sex. That's a good question. they have to have like some type of apparatus to be able to move and get to where they need to be even if they can't have sex do they feel it well not only that a guy's gotta he's gotta have some feeling well, not only feeling he's gotta have some blood flow down there and be able to control it yes mm-hmm. and even if he does it don't matter how hard oh. <laughs> don't matter how hard he bangs her if she can't feel it <laughs> I know right so that's what he was doing? Well, I got a good friend that's in one of those things. Maybe we could ask him. I'm going to talk about... I, I need to ask Special J about this. Because he can't feel nothing from his waist down. But he said it still works. So what, it just comes and goes? He doesn't know when? No, he can just... I guess it doesn't feel... Uh-huh. But it'll get like so he can like see something that arouses him and become aroused, but he he can't feel so he just doesn't come ever. I don't know. We gotta get this guy on here. <laughs> we need answers to these questions. We don't have a wheelchair ramp to get him in the house. <laughs> we need to know about paralyzed <laughs> we'll sex. To, we'll have to like physically pick him up. And That's fine. I, I need answers. <laughs> we even get your brother to come here and pick him up. <laughs> I'll let him sit in my lap on my too. Like get a, your brother over here like with his, his, his big ogre hands and pick him up. 
He'll be like, carry him like Hodor. <laughs> he'll be like, <laughs> on his back. Hodor. Or, or either he could be carried around like Oscar the Grouch in that garbage can. These are all good options. Dun, dun, Why don't we dun. just do the thing where we back him up and pull him up? That seems like the easiest. Yeah. <laughs> You're involving all these people in trash cans? <laughs> you reckon this thing way too complicated? No, man. I think it, I think it was, I think I'd come up with a good plan. <laughs> I just told you a good bro- plan. You just your- turn around and pull him up. Yeah, but how are we going to get him down? Oh, it's not like you're going to break his legs anymore. <laughs> and you know he's got those buff arms. He'll catch himself. He does have buff arms. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he has buff arms. He's got to if he's scooting around. Or if it's only chair. like one arm because he just gets into like a vehicle that way. Yeah, but he's still got to push with both hands. Yeah. That's reps. That's that's uh, biceps, triceps, <laughs> and chest. I think so. Uh, we need to know these answers. Oh. Because his girlfriend's not, right? She's not paralyzed. No. No, his wife. Oh, it's his wife. Okay. Yeah. RG. She is not paralyzed. She also does karate. Like, there's all sorts of weapons around their house. Like, bow staffs. And, like, they're, like, hidden in areas. I'm surprised there's not, like, those swords that the shelling monks, like... Yeah, the two big ones that cross. Yeah. I'm waiting... For a, the Shaolin stuff to pop out over there. Wow, wait, how deep is she into karate? Really deep. Was she like a black belt? I don't know. But for her size, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I wouldn't mess with her. No, well, she's got swords and bow staffs. That's a wild way to live. You think? I mean, I think it would just be cool to know something like that. Doesn't have to be karate. I was calling her Donatello last time I was there. <laughs> was it both staff? <laughs> yeah, she walked in with it. It was like I was like, okay, little John. You shall not pass. <laughs> First, I called her little John, and then I turned around and called her Donatello right after that. That's cool, man. That's just cool to know. I mean, we, the first class is for free if we want to go take karate. Mm, I'd rather get free. But, <laughs> I'd rather get I free. I was asking him. I was like, okay, so you've had this karate school for a while. Like, uh, wait, she trains. She's the karate school person. Yeah, she's, she's the, the cool Cobra Kai yeah, guy. Yeah. So she's got to be like a black belt. Maybe. <clears throat> They're not gonna look like a pink or like a. I almost said pink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the colors. <laughs> blue belt. They're not gonna look blue belt trained. A class of people. But I was asking her, like, now, you know, MMA is so big, like, wouldn't it kill kind of karate? Like, people wouldn't do karate anymore because they just could play MMA and learn the mixed martial arts where they're not getting the full. Right, karate is a lot of of kicks. Yeah, karate is like a lot of kicks. Yeah. And crane stances. Isn't that what Joe Rogan did? Or was this like Taekwondo? I think Joe Rogan's is Taekwondo. Yeah, that's like all kicks. But yeah. Karate's got like <clears throat> some, some chops and stuff in it. Yeah. Karate was what Bruce Lee did, right? No, he did Kung Fu. Or he did Jeet Kune Do. 
something he made up that's basically like kung fu and whatever else. Well, no, it's like kung fu and whatever he can take from anywhere else. We have, we are so baffled about what we know about this. I've never known karate. What are you talking about? I just told you it's Jeet Kune Do. Jeet Kune Do? Yeah. It's just, think, he made up his own style. Do you think if, if Bruce Lee right now was alive, let's say he in his prime, you think he'd beat everybody in the MMA? Uh, probably not, no. You don't think? With those lightning quick hands? I mean, are you saying he's going to be resurrected back to his prime and then thrown into an MMA cage? Yeah. No. I think if you... He had a yellow suit on? Yeah, I think if you gave him, like... I think if you gave him, like... If the man beat Chuck Norris... (laughs) He beat him in a movie. (laughs) He could probably beat anybody in real life. <laughs> he only beat him in the movie. He wrote the script and he was like, "All right, this is the part where you fall down." I'm not taking anything away from him because he was he was an incredible athlete. And and then that one movie where he was like moving his hands quickly. <laughs> yeah, he, he can't do that in real life. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> he couldn't do that. That's why they did it in the movie. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Whereas I don't know. His arms are trailing. What I hear, and they were looking at it like yeah, it was yeah. on acid. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's what he could do in real life. <laughs> I heard he was like the master at it. No, I think if you gave him like if you gave him four years, I think he would be I think he would be pretty unstoppable. If you gave him four years and let him do some training, like hardcore. I can't believe Kareem Abdul Jabbar beat him. He didn't beat him. <laughs> Did you not watch these movies? Is that the only part you remember? Is his hands getting all wavy? <laughs> And he beat up Chuck Norris. I think Chuck Norris was like the last guy. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was like third. And he got beat. Yeah, he beat him, of course. Who? It's the Bruce Lee movie. But it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. All he had to do was just take him by the... Like, his hands were so gigantic, he just could have crushed him. Did you know why he was in that movie? Because the Lakers were doing bad? No, because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar used to train with him. He trained him in Kung Fu. What? Yeah, he didn't know that? No. He would come over to his house and Bruce Lee would train him in Kung Fu. And he was like, he has a very astute mind for this. <laughs> he was like bigging up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Do you think? So he's like, it's got those old pictures. This is back when he had the afro. Yeah. And he's back there and he looks just like he did in the movie. And he's like, they're like kicking the bag. but They get to hold the bag like way high for him to kick. <laughs> They gotta like hang it from a tree limb. And he's like, whoo! And kicking him with those big long legs. That's insanity. Yeah, I think he trained like uh, Steve McQueen too. Bullet? Yeah, Bullet. Oh. Bullet, yeah, a lot of people used to hang out with No wonder, no wonder he didn't like. Yeah, he was an icon. Kind of like the Gons. No, way bigger than the Gons. I didn't know who the Gons was. I knew. <laughs> yeah, because you were into skateboarding. The Gons isn't just a skateboarder. He was an artist. He was a musician. I saw his art on that little thing. It's not that good. It's still good. <laughs> no. It's very childlike. I love the Gons' art. He does most of the artwork for Crooked Skateboards. Alright, so what did he... He started out with skateboards, right? Yeah, and then he, well, he rode BMX bikes too at the same time, but he was professional for both, for skateboarding and uh, BMXing. 
But the cool, the cool thing about the Gons was he rode a skateboard with no, you know, brakes. You wear, because, you know, your tails stop or whatever. Wait, they're supposed to have brakes on them? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, a skateboard, you ride with no brakes. Mm-hmm. Right? He what? rode his BMX bike, no brakes. He was the first one to do that? No, this is, he said if he rode... If he rides a skateboard with no brakes, why should he ride a bicycle? Okay. Living dangerously, I like it. And then he'd do all the artwork and and his music with Tommy Guerrero and all them. Which which leads back to when when we were talking to when I talked to, to Monty. Mm-hmm. Messick. <clears throat> you think he knows they wait, you think they, he knows the guns? Yeah, they they met the guns and Tommy Guerrero and all that stuff later on in life. Beastie Boys. Tommy Guerrero was is that the guy who shot himself? No. Killed himself? Who was that? Who? The BMX guy. Oh, that was Dave Mira? Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. I remember that game. He he died. Oh, yeah. Exactly. He killed himself. Yeah, he killed himself in a car. Because he was right he was driving like professional uh race cars and stuff and then quit. Oh, wait, I don't hold on. I don't know if he actually killed himself. It was Dave Mira. Yeah, but I don't know if he like committed suicide. Yeah, he did commit suicide. Yeah, okay. he drove his truck out to a secluded spot and shot himself. Jesus, makes you feel sad, doesn't it? I mean, I love the game. It had a great soundtrack, but I didn't really know the guy. I don't know why he killed himself. What did he have like? He had uh, Parkinson's or something like no. Robin Williams. No, he had like a. He had like a. He had mental illness. Oh, okay. So it is kind of like Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. So, basically, he got in so many concussions in his lifetime that it caused him to have problems. So he went the Junior Seos route. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's happening to a lot of those. But dudes. he was doing rally car and stuff. Like he had a whole nother career. Oh yeah. Getting paid by DC and all that stuff just to drive a rally car. Yeah, but man, that stuff sneaks up on you. Like a lot of people don't even know they have mental illness. Like they seem okay and they used to be cool, and then as they get older, that stuff just starts. It's like a slow poison. Just start going crazier and crazier and crazier. That's what. If you watch the Doug Stanhope special, he talks about mental illness and how his, his girlfriend has problems. That's but, one thing. Have you seen the Horace and Pete, mm-hmm. the Louis C.K. show? Mm-hmm. The guy Steve Buscemi, he plays Pete. Yeah. And that's one. That's like his thing. Like he's got some a lot of mental illness stuff. And they're working it out and they're trying to get him like like <laughs> they were talking about. It's real sad but funny at the same time. But it's like really, really sad. It's got Alan Alda and he's like their uncle and he's telling yeah. them a story about how uh, Louis C.K., the horse guy, when yeah. he was a little kid and he was coaching his baseball team and he, uh, he accidentally pisses his pants and he's making fun of him how much he sucks. And they go, well, what happened to Pete? And he was like, oh, Pete was really good. You know, he was had all this stuff going for him. He had a great girlfriend. He was 
playing uh, varsity when he was a freshman, and then they all kind of look over at him, and now he's just like this, you know, he's old Steve Buscemi. <laughs> and, you know, you already know all this stuff about him having mental illness ruining his life. He's been in and out of, like, hospitals and stuff, and it's, like, super sad. <laughs> I don't know, man. I know mental illness has to suck. Yes. But the way they treat it now is crappy because they, they said I had major depression. Mm. And the way that Doug Stanhope was talking about it, it's the same situation like what, where you go in there and you talk about, you, you go talk to the person and uh, they do it via Skype. The doctor? Yeah. Like when you go in there, like, the psychiatrist will see you now. And you go sit down, and it's like a computer screen. What if you get a bad connection, and that's it for you? Yeah. And he's like, well, I, I really think you got uh, you know, major depression. Uh, and it just freezes. Da, 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 you know, and then, like, uh, I'm going to write you a prescription, this and this, and it'll be in, like, like, three or four days you'll have it. So what, what happens between those three or four days? What if you went, like, super crazy? You're screwed, man. Yeah. So then now, every time I go back... I'm with a, what are those people called? A nurse practitioner. So when I go so in. So it's not even a doctor. It's not even a doctor anymore. And I talk to them about what's going on. And they're like, okay, well then we'll, we'll, we'll do it like a. Is it like when you go. shot in the dark and they throw that. They just stick you on something. Yeah. So it's like. It might help you. So what? So they take what you say and relay it to the doctor? Mm-hmm. So it's basically like when the nurse comes in and gets all your information and then the doctor comes in and gets you all your information but, again but the, but the, because they need to but the, get it themselves. the psychologist, nurse practitioner people, yeah, they can, uh, they're just like licensed doctor counselors. Right. They can, they can actually write you a prescription too. Oh, yeah. So they can diagnose you also. So he tells them what to write and they write it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds awful. And like, and this is the way Doug Stanhope said, okay, his girlfriend has to walk by a gun store, then walk by the alcohol store, and then at the end of the deal That's is the, 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 the clinic is. Yeah, but the clinic's name's CIA. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that causing problems yeah. for any paranoid schizos. Yeah. So he said it's it's much harder for people like if you're not really helping people. I mean, I guess it's better than the old days where they would just lock you up and put you in like drown you in or like waterboard you in cold water. Yeah. In a straitjacket. And just like or just like dope you up with Thorazine forever. It's not. I mean, the stuff that they they did put me on first was great. It worked fine. Yeah. But then they put me on that mirtazapine, which is Remeron, and, like, it's supposed to be a sedative to put me to sleep. Yeah. So I got, like, four hours of sleep the other night, and I had to go to work, because if, if I go to work at, like, 3.55 in the morning, I got to wake up at 3. So when I wake up at... I had my alarm set for 2.45, and when I woke up then, there was a guy standing at the end of my bed, pointing at the phone. And I go, what? To the person? Uh Uh-huh. And they just shut the door and left. 
That's what I saw. Is that what it's supposed to make you? It's supposed to make you. I don't, I don't think so. And then, and then, like, not even like. Wait, so you were dreaming? I guess I was dreaming a person standing there talking to me. <laughs> yeah. Saying, "Wake up." Okay, you made it seem like. <laughs> I thought it was. So it, was, it was so real. It was so real. Bro, I've been having a lot so, of weird dreams too. So not even twenty minutes later, Forrest wakes me up. Tell me about his wild evening. Oh, he calls you? Yeah. Oh, he calls you on the phone. Oh yeah. premonition. <laughs> maybe it was maybe I was conjuring up his his younger self. Because I remember he had hair. When I first met Forrest, he had this hair. He had long hair, right? And he parted it real short on one side, but the other side would flop over one eye. When was he doing this? Oh, this is like in 7th grade, 8th grade. So this is like in the 90s, right? Yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> yeah, that's like the style now. That's yeah. like emo style. Yeah, but he did that a long, long time ago. <laughs> and I remember a long, long time ago when we had long hair, like to our, you know, to our shoulders and stuff. We would shave up underneath. Yeah, bro, summer, right? I, I did that too. Yeah, and, and you'd have the long hair on top. Yeah, and it would that came cool. back now. Yeah, but you know who brought it back? Who? Porn stars. Oh. The girls, like at Christy Mack. And oh, like, yeah, I remember they brought doing back. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now girls do it. But I remember doing that, that hairstyle a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I remember doing that too. You shave all the way underneath to like the, yeah, yeah, the crown of your head to keep your long hair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it looks good on girls. I don't know. No, but dudes do it now, too. Yeah. Well, dudes also do man buns. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just Is like... Is that any, I get, I any mean, more weird than a guy having a ponytail? Yeah, but Japanese know. people used to do it all the time. A little top knot. Yeah. But they do it like up there. They got different sex. Some, like, do them... You ever seen the old samurai movies where it's just like a ponytail up on the top? Yeah. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Kind of like that bunny rabbit? A man bun. That's a man bun. They used to put their hair up and then go murder someone. <laughs> Maybe that's why we're like, well, this is kind of lame. I don't know. Yeah, that's... I think we segued it. I wonder, I wonder when... Uh, I wonder what's going to be the next thing. What? What's going to be the next old trend that comes back and what powdered wigs <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna see odell beckham in a powdered no, wig and everybody's no, gonna be wearing no, odell, powdered odell wig. beckham's gonna start dressing like the the ultimate warrior what do you mean face paint yeah and then everybody's gonna be like oh who cares with that rufio haircut it's all about the face paint now yeah do the ultimate warrior dance yeah. and stuff when he comes in. Well, he didn't dance. He was too muscled. <laughs> so he would just rock his arms in the air and shake his fist like an old man yelling at kids on his lawn. Here, you kids get up my lawn. And then he would grab the turnbuckle and just shake it like he just grabbed an electric wire. <laughs> you know it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, man. What do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be... I think the baggy pants are going to come back. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I can't. I think baggy jeans are going to come back. I cannot wait till the jerry curl comes back, bro. For black people. I cannot wait for that to come back. It's I, coming. I'm waiting for the baggy pants to come back. Because it kind of... It went away... 
and then I've still worn them to this day. <clears throat> well, yeah, I still wear baggy pants too. But it's not gonna be like, like it's not really like baggy pants like we wore. Now it's like loose fitting. No, they're like skin tight, bro. Yeah, kids wear skin tight stuff now, but I'm saying like the baggy jeans. They're basically like, like baggy jeggings. jeans. Baggy jeans to to us now is like loose fit denim. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's not gonna have that baggy. It's not you. You're talking about like the super super baggy pants. Yeah. One where you could hide like yeah the all ones sorts like, of stuff. In. The ones from like the 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 Wu Tang videos. Right. Those guys were really. The big Jinko jeans. Yeah, the baggy <laughs> pants with, no, not like the Jinko with the, the wide leg. Okay, I'm talking right. about just like they wore baggy pants right. with like the, the Timberlands they stuck in. And yeah, yeah, inside. Yeah. You're otherwise you'd be stepping all over them. But it, the thing with baggy pants where they were baggy but they tapered at the bottom so people cut, to where it fit over your deal. I'm trying to think of another another horrible style. Yeah, all right. The Jinko pants were horrible. <laughs> But yeah, you, I had a pair you know of what? them, though. I had a couple you know pairs took, of them. You know who took that? Who? And ran with it? Who? Those techno goth. Because they started putting all the chains and electric stuff all over you know? That's what they used to do with the with, back in the day. The ravers. You have your uh, wallet with the big chain yeah. on it. Which Big J Okerson still wears. <laughs> along with his fingerless gloves. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> did you see he's got frosted tips now? <laughs> He looks like Guy Fieri. <laughs> oh, man. That whole thing is so crazy. Styles. Let me think. All right, so short, like, real tight pants. That's like a 60s and 70s thing. Yeah. And it took them all the and way. And they rolled them. They rolled the bottoms. Right. Not only that, you had the slacks, the real tight slacks. And then high waters. That's, I think that's 50s. Yeah, but that Tyler Creator is bringing back high waters. That's what I'm saying. He's always wearing those high water pants with bananas and stuff. I'm trying to figure out the timeline of when the, the Jerry Curl is going to go back because I want, I, I want to see how long i got to wait to laugh. I don't think... The only reason I don't think it's going to come back is because... Why would it not come back after all this evidence? No, you know why? It just cycles around. Because it ruins T-shirts. No, they had the stuff you could, uh, I mean, you, of course, you gotta be careful with the jerry curl juice. Yeah. But, they found a way around it. It had, like, ruined, that's why they wore polyester, because it just curled <laughs> off. It, just, it hit, and then it just... It beat it down. Yeah. That duck cloth <laughs> just beads off them. So you can't wear a t-shirt with that on. It would ruin your shirt. It has a hair relaxer all over it. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure it out, all right? Well, okay, when they 60s make these and movies, 70s, when they make the these 80s, movies and they stick 90s. Jerry Curl in it, where do they get the, the hair relaxer now? What? wonder how hard it is for them to get the hair relaxer since it's not really, it's non-existent. No, no, I mean, chicks do it. Oh. Yeah, they relax their hair. Okay. Well, I don't need that stuff because I'm, I'm pure Turkish. You sure look like it. How far are you going to let that beard grow? I'm going to let it grow another five inches. Five inches? Yeah. Oh, man. I think I'm going to get it like right maybe five. You're never going to be able to fly a plane. Or get on a plane, yeah. Yeah, man, I will. 
You can just be like, this is my <laughs> religious <laughs> observance. How dare you? I'm going to be the only... You have them crapping their pants thinking they're going to get sued. I'm going to be the only podcaster skater at Lufkin with the biggest Muslim beard ever. I don't even know if it's a Muslim beard. Yeah, it's just a big beard. Or maybe it's the fact that I go to the black barber shop so I get my hair cut pretty <laughs> fresh and clean. Do they use the razor? Yeah, man. The hot razor? No, they use like... And after they finish... Uh, yeah, they put that oh that, yeah, yeah. That sweet alcohol over your head. <laughs> it burns. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't bother me the burn. And then they spray you down like this car air freshener spray, like cherry <laughs> yeah. spray, and you're like, Oh man, that smells really good now. And then you walk out of there feeling like a million bucks. Yeah. That's what you're paying for. That that oomph and confidence. That's a, that's a, that's a Surefire Barbershop I'm going to continue to go to. And then they'll ask well, me Give questions. them a plug. Oh, it's called Legends Barbershop. Legends. In, in Lufkin. Best joint ever. My, my buddy, uh, Chester Pleasant, uh, runs it. He owns it. So if I go in there, he'll be like, Ah, Stuck, what's going on? Ah, we'll sit there and talk. And then he'll ask me questions about football. He knows I don't know anything about it. That's just, that's just barbershop talk, man. Music. Sports and uh, banging. You you asked me about That's the Holy Trinity of barbershop talk. You asked me about hip hop. I can talk to you. You asked me about if the Detroit Lions are going to win the Super Bowl. I have no no clue. That's why you sit there. You sit there and listen until you can jump in. Well, they asked me that last time I went. It's like a Socratic they me, seminar. They asked me if 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 I think they should fire Tony Romo. And I go, yeah, I guess. And they go, that's right, that's right. You yeah. should fire him. You gotta say, well, this is the one time you don't say something with confidence. <laughs> every, every other time, you say everything with confidence. <laughs> Tell them the thing. You, you totally got me. We were watching these skate videos, and uh, this guy did this thing, uh, and he like busted. He like busted himself on the ground. And you said, what did you say it was? You said uh, he. Ichabod craned. <laughs> I said he Ichabod craned himself. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> What's that? And you're like, I mean, was that slang or something? And <laughs> you go, yeah. And then I was like, well, what does it mean? I was trying to figure out what it was, <laughs> what it was talking about. I know every little subculture has their slang, so I figured that was... It sounded right. <laughs> it sounded like a slang word. And then I started, as I started probing you, I was like, did you just make this up? <laughs> yeah, but I said it with confidence. <laughs> you Ichabod crane me. I did Ichabod crane you. I got craned. Ichabod crane was the Sleepy Hollow guy, right? Yeah, he was the guy the Headless Horseman was going after. Yeah, he was the one that was lying to everybody in town. He's like, there's a Headless Horseman. I thought you were about to say... <laughs> <laughs> the boy. I thought you were about to switch it up and like mix and remix it with the boy who cried wolf. No, he was like, I was say, no, you like, got your stuff like, on there's, there's a there's a guy out there with a, a cut off head. A pumpkin head. Yeah. Oh, pumpkin in his arm. And uh, I just thought it sounded good. It sounded like good it sounded like a word. It sounded like a real word. It sounded like somebody was a poser. Like, oh, he's just, he's just Ichabod Crane. We got to put that in the Urban Dictionary. Ichabod Crane. Ichabod Craning. Don't crane me. 
Oh my god, I'm so tired, dude. I know you've had a long week. <sighs> I'm so tired. I don't want to go. I've been having weird dreams, dude. I haven't been able to sleep like for the past two weeks, man. For real? Yeah, remember that one I told you about Stephen Hawking? Yeah, it was really like fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't stop laughing during it. It, was sweet. it. it made me laugh so hard that I woke up from my dream. And I was like, oh, that was funny. And then I was like, i only been asleep for three hours and I can't go back to sleep. And I was like, this is totally not worth it. I remember I used to work those 12-hour shifts and I'd have to go to sleep during the day and then wake up at, <clears throat> wake up at like 2, two or 3 and try to get coffee on me <coughs> and get the kids off the bus and then have to go... <clears throat> right before somebody got home to watch him, I had to rush off to go and be twelve hours all over again. No, man, it's not even the. It's not the even only thing good about it was that I had three days on, four days off, four days on, three days off. It's not even the shifts, bro. I know what it is. It's this cold, like that cold front came in, and it made my body sick and like stuffed my nose up. So now, when I sleep, I breathe through my nose normally. Now I'm breathing through my mouth, and my mouth gets so dry that it, <laughs> it like, hurts, and it, like, wakes me up. You think that's what it is? It, it, yeah, that's all that keeps happening to me. I breathe through my mouth, and I snore so much through my mouth that it, like, dries my whole throat out. And nah. I'll, I wake up, and it's like, oh! <laughs> like, no. like, I've been gargling sand, bro. And I gotta, like, take water and, like... Ugh. I don't think that's what it is. It keeps waking me up. Like I think you're just insomniac now. No, man. I had it down. I got my rhythm. But this... Not being able to breathe is... It's, it's messing me up. And it gives me all these weird dreams. Like, I didn't even tell you the one about the House of Cards. Oh, God. You had a Kevin Spacey dream? <laughs> yeah, bro. Wait, that's not Kevin Spacey. That's, yeah, it's Kevin Spacey. Is it... My mom, she had her surgery. Oh, Blacklist is James Spader. Yeah, James Spader. So my mom, she had her surgery, right? So she's been like, uh, she's been like posted up. Yeah. And uh, she's been watching, she's been catching up on House of Cards all four seasons. So she's mm-hmm. had it on like rotate. Because that's a Netflix series, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she's going there and you see her and she's watching it. And it's got like stuck in my brain. I had this weird dream that uh, Frank Underwood dropped acid in the Smithsonian and you know how when he talks to the camera right yeah I said something and he, he heard me <laughs> and he started talking we started talking to each other and I was like uh, uh, I had to convince him like uh, that I wasn't the acid like this is someone actually talking to him from another dimension <laughs> that he pierced the veil or whatever and I started telling him all the stuff from this sh- from the seasons of the show. I was like, "No, you killed Zoe Barnes and Kevin Russo." And he's like, "No." He's like, "Yeah, that's my brain. Of course, my brain would know I did that." So I'm like trying to convince him that I'm a person, <laughs> not his brain. Mm-hmm. So I'm like telling him stuff that other people said that he wasn't in the room for. And I'm like, "Just ask him. Ask your wife if she said this." And it was crazy, man. And then I woke up and I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> it's just a dumb dream, I guess. I don't, I don't have many. I don't remember a lot of my dreams. I got a book and I said I was going to start writing in it once a day. 
You gonna have a dream journal? No, I'm just gonna start writing what my day's like every day. I got a good idea for a video for one. I'll tell you off air. Yeah. I'll let you hear. But that's what I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start writing something once a day. It may be misspelled, wrong words. Right. But at least I'll start writing something down and then I'll draw a picture in there. Wait, about your dream? Or just no, about whatever? life. Okay. So you're going to keep a journal? Yeah, a journal about myself. Okay. I think it's going to be amazing <laughs> by the end of it. For what, though? You're trying to. For myself. You're just gonna like what? Read it or never read it? I don't give it. I've never been into the journal thing. I never got. I have never done it either. I never got people that did journals. Like, what do they do with them? Well, I guess one day somebody's gonna pick it up and go, "Wow, man, this guy can. He can't draw, and he doesn't know how to write with a crap." <laughs> it seems a little presumptuous. Like somebody's gonna read your journals when you're dead. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like, like you're gonna be Thomas Jefferson. Somebody's gonna like, want to read. He these. doesn't even like Game of Thrones. Why does he have a Game of Thrones <laughs> journal book? Well, I, I can tell you why. Loot Crate gave it to me for free. Yeah, well, not sure. really for for free because I paid twenty bucks for the crate. Make sure they write it. Make sure you write that in there so the future generations know. Because I tell you, <clears throat> it was in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me that comic too. A big tremor in Little China. Escape from New York. And no, a, I have, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to read it. I don't want to read it because yeah, keep it in the package. Bro. Number one, I might really enjoy it, and then I don't have a way to get the rest of the series. Why does that look like Kurt Russell, but that doesn't look like <laughs> Kurt Russell? I don't know. This was the Mystic uh, box crate. Really good stuff. That's where you see that Doctor Stephen Strange said. Yeah, there. he's doing the uh, what did I call? I can't even remember. I'm so tired. He was something ring, sling ring. I know. It's almost as cool as that cloak of levitation. <laughs> the cloak of levitivity. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. Oh, yeah. We we did an episode thirty-five without. That that's why we were thinking thirty-seven because we yeah, did we one. Did, we did thirty-five, and it sucked and it was, so bad. It, it wasn't that it sucked; it was just so off kilter. Yeah, that's it. Like. I mean, you know how bad we are about jumping off topics, dude. This one was... I listened to it. I was like, this is so annoying. Where's it going? Yeah, man. And I kept calling the cloak of levitation, <laughs> the cloak of levitivity. <laughs> like it was a Harry Potter thing all of a sudden. Wait, is that the one where I said uh, South Philadelphia? No. Oh, I said that on a real one. <laughs> I'll take it. I thought my mistake got uh, erased. What, uh, okay, so... This is how weird I think things are. Okay, when I when I when I skated, it was like taboo, and nobody liked it, and people made fun of us, right? Right. If you skated downtown, people make fun of you. Da da da. Right. I took Jasmine and her friend Cassidy to the the downtown Christmas parade. Okay. There was a whole slew of skateboarders in the Christmas parade. Like in the parade? parade? In the deeper parade parade. Okay. And I'm like, this would have never happened like 10 years ago. Of course or, not. Not even that, like maybe 20 when I was riding. They thought we were like menaces. Like, 
Like J. Jonah Jameson was talking about us, skateboarding. There's menace on the street. He's a menace. Yeah, that's what they, that's what they talked about us. Bro, it's it's just the same thing with MMA. They built a they built a business and turned it into an industry. That's why it's cool now. Because oh, like, I, like I, I thought MMA was cool when it first came out because they like oh, were snapping so, arms. Yeah, those are so great. You have like a big Russian fighting like a a five two Filipino. Yeah. Those are so great. And they're like, oh, just quit crushing yeah. the half. And they all and they all wore those karate geese. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like Street Fighter. <laughs> it looked like a real life Street Fighter. But yeah, man, I was like totally like, because I didn't want to walk. And I made the girls like I was like, okay, if you're gonna make me come to this thing, you're gonna have to keep up with me. So I just started skating really fast. And they had to, like, run, jog with me to the parade. Wait, how far was the parade? Oh, I had to park, like, maybe half a mile away from it. Oh, okay. And I wasn't going to walk. <laughs> no. Yeah. I can push. You didn't have to go fast, though. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so I got us downtown. You got you downtown with them in tow behind you, right? Yeah. They're young. They can do it. So we don't get So we did it. We got downtown. And I'm just walking, and I look over, and I see all these people skateboarding in the parade. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all these people start looking at me, and I'm like, oh, you expect me to go out there and like Yeah, skate man, with why don't you join in? Oh, because I've seen the devil oh, okay. out there sitting there watching the parade. Okay, you. all right. <laughs> I couldn't be involved in that. Look at that guy. Oh, dang, you missed his name. Not as coppice. No. There was a pro skateboarder called Nanus Coppice at one time, and his name spelt backwards as Satan. Bro, we like we've been watching these uh, skate videos the whole the whole show, and like you were mesmerized. You were like, "Oh my god, dude! Oh my god!" But see, I don't know anything about skateboarding, so it doesn't resonate with me because I don't know how hard this stuff is. Like they make it look so effort effortless, like. I'd be like, yeah, okay, yeah, he he, sl- he slid down, <laughs> he slid down a guardrail, okay, yeah, it can't be too hard. Just put- <laughs> That's just my my incompetence of not knowing anything about it. I did it for like, I did it. I, I skated from uh, nineteen eighty nine to two thousand six, and I quit. What was that thing? What did that thing that guy jumped over? And now I'm just now picking it back up, and it, it I know it, I know I'm not going to be the best, like I used to be. And it's really hard to get back into that, that, that effort of doing it. Yeah, the beast mode. Yeah, because and when I saw all those people riding the parade, I was like, oh, I just kind of wanted to hide my face because I didn't want anybody to see me walking. Why? Because I was like, oh, they're going to ask me to do shit, and I don't want to do any of that. <laughs> I, I was just using that as transportation to get down there. You have something crazy, <laughs> conflated sense of yourself. They're going to be like, oh, hey, well, show us, <laughs> show us, sensei. I remember back Teach in the day, that's what ways. people would do, man. They would yell at you and be like, don't trick. Let's scream from like across the thing, and you're like, no. Yeah, and I didn't want to hear that. So I go back down there at like nine o'clock at night, uh, and I'm just. What's his name? 
So, I just started skating, and the whole downtown is just empty. Nobody's out there. So I start riding, and I run into the people on the skate shop downtown. Are they it's the people called, that's going to be open up the park? No. The park's going to be city-run, but I run into them, and it's called Main Street Skate Shop or whatever. So I run into them, and the guy's like, I skated like 20 years ago. I was like, I don't remember you. Because I was, I was prominently in it, you know? Was he from down here? Yeah. He, he does a roofing company, Grumble's Roofing. Oh, okay. Shout him out. Yeah, Main Street Skate Shop. So anyway, I, I go, I, I start riding with him. I said, man, I feel too old. And you're like, you're a lot better than us. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, all I was doing was power slides. And, you know, I did like a couple of flip tricks or whatever. Just kept going. I'm like, yeah, we're just now trying to get to going fast and ollie again. I forget these things that like my body knows what to do. Right. Oh, that reminds me. I watched this thing on. Because uh, this is all. If you start to go out there and ride and you keep doing it, I know how to do all the tricks in my head. Right. I just got to get my my body to start getting back into it, so I'll have that uh, muscle memory back on it. Right. It's still there. You're trying to. To summons it again. Because your brain had to learn it. And your yeah. body had to learn it. Yeah. And it's if you don't use something, it it stays in there, but it's just yeah. not used, so it, it kind of like diverts your thinking or whatever. So I got a friend, gotta, Jeremy Long. He lives you gotta up wake in, it back up. He lives up in up in like Seattle, Washington, around that area, or Portland, Oregon. Lives around that area, right? Uh huh. And he skated for years and. I always thought he was really good, but we'd go ride with him. He was like an older guy, and when we'd go ride and stuff, if he fell, he'd automatically get like a migraine headache. You hear the leak? That's because he's been doing it for so long. Yeah, he would just get a headache. He's got the Dave Mira stuff. He, he was okay. He was. I was Jared's uh, lackey. Well, when Jeremy Long had the comedian that I know was lackey. Right. Jeremy Long's lackey was Lucas. And I was Jared's lackey. You were the young buck. Yeah, and, and then they would pit me and... The old man? No, me and Lucas oh, okay. at each other. And now Lucas is like a comedian. He writes for Comedy Central. He goes all over the country. Uh-huh. What kind of nonsense is this? <laughs> he just went a different way. Yeah, he moved to Austin and did his deal. Yeah, and, uh, yeah now he... He put the work in. Yeah. Good for you, Lucas. <laughs> that tastes salty. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember Lucas when we rode, and he had like these frontside uh, flips that were just amazing. And uh-huh. I was like, I wish I could do them so clean like him. Right. But I had like really clean kick flips, so it would always be like, who does it better? All the time. So he was trying to do kick flips better and then than you. Another and you were guy that I rode with, Sean Medford, he ended up being a cinematographer, photographer for like blind skateboards. Yeah. Yeah, and he he does photo spreads for like Transworld skateboarding, all this stuff. Like I bet that's around. cool. Yeah, he doesn't even have to be in the skateboard thing. Yeah. All he does is like ride around. He doesn't and like, even have to wreck his body. Yeah. He's just got to get a good <laughs> He's angle. Just like, 
He skates behind him and like films. He's got to get that bubble, that fisheye camera. Yeah, but I remember we'd skate in that. Nacogdoches, all of us would skate together. Like Sean Mepper got on his his day job was a meter maid, where he'd go around and like write tickets, and then we would go ride together. It's funny that that he he became the outlaw. He was kind of like the guy that was enforcing laws on people. Yeah, and then I went and did the While same he's breaking thing. Breaking the law. You know, I went and did the same thing. I went and did the cop thing, and now I'm like, I can grow this like awesome beard and not have to worry about crap anymore. <laughs> they wouldn't let you grow a beard in the forest? No. What? I could grow a goatee, but nobody wants that. Yeah, it's a little played. Uh, or a mustache, and you look kind of like a... I'd look like a pedophile version of Tom Selleck. <laughs> Bro, I was watching. I was watching this thing on uh, on YouTube, the Big Think. Yeah. When you were talking about the muscle memory thing, it was this guy. He was talking about that. He said that there's uh, eight eight types of intelligence. He was like this neuroscience, mm-hmm. a neuroscientist. And he was talking about that we only test for two. Mm-hmm. Uh, linguistic and mathematical. Yeah. And you know, you know if you have linguistic. Uh, intelligence you're like a writer or a, you know a speaker stuff like that mm-hmm. <clears throat> mathematics scientists or whatever but he said there's a whole bunch of different ones like in yours I guess would be the I'm trying to remember the name Kinesi Kinesi Static or something like that yeah and it's like uh, you have the ability to your intelligence is like the way you move your body so it's like people have control over their body more than other people so like flipping like that your equilibrium and everything like that you get it in your brain so yeah. you understand it that's your version of intelligence. so it's like athletes and like uh he said it also translates to people like carpenters and uh engineers and stuff like that people who do stuff with their yeah. hands and he said another one's like spatial awareness people spatial awareness intelligence i'm trying to remember all of them because there was eight I think I only did four. <laughs> Spatial awareness is like a, a a captain, like a captain of a ship. Yeah. Or a fighter pilot, something like that. Like they have their intelligence is like diverted, and it's like uh, these are their strengths. Like they can get a good surrounding or whatever. Thing. Would a, would a survivalist be? No, there's one that was like a nature. Nature is their uh, intelligence. And he said there's people like, like they, the way he explained it is just like, uh, like natural ability. That's what he means yeah. when he says you're this type of intelligence, what people would call natural talent or God-given talent. It's like I've run into somebody, was it, when I was working the other day, I ran into Lance. He works the dock part and he was talking to. He talked to one of the other guys I rode with from back in the day. He's like, oh, you, you talked to that legend? <laughs> like, he's like, he's a myth. So he kept telling this guy about me. He's a legend, he's a myth. <laughs> and like, he, that was the guy that taught me. Oh, the old man? Yeah. Let me get the Jared. migraines. Yeah, no, that's Jeremy. Oh, okay. Jared never had that. He was just, he kind of taught me everything I knew about it. He's like, yeah, that legend, that myth of him, da-da-da, like making fun of me. And uh, 
And I was talking to Lance. I said, yeah, man, I did it. It took a long time of practicing and learning. And he goes, no, nah, man. He's like, you either got it or you don't. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you got it. Like, your brain can process that better than most people. You know, I love like how your balance, like athletes, ballerinas, he was talking yeah. about stuff like that. Uh, like, I have the worst balance <clears throat> in the world when I'm walking, but I can ride the, on that board like it ain't nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was cool that, and, and kind yeah. of a little sad that they only test for two types of intelligence, and they this is how, they try and stick you into these boxes. This and is teach how I know I have way. the worst balance. During the police academy, we had to do a dry, uh, a dry lab, mm-hmm. where they test you for being on alcohol or whatever. Right. Don't have any drinks. They put the beer goggles on you. No. We had to do beer. Goggles. Straight up regular, right? I couldn't stand straight anyway, shape or form. Like, I would fail on the points. I think it was just because I rode for like, I don't know, 14 years hard skateboarding and I screwed my body up so bad that when I tried to do that dry <laughs> lab, I couldn't stand like the one-legged stand and stuff. Like, I would like kind of kilter off a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Why couldn't you stand? Well, you got to stand there for so many seconds, and you got to count it out. And he's not saying that you're put in a box. I'm trying to remember all the things he's saying. I still can't remember the other four <laughs> <laughs> or five or three, whatever we're on. But he's saying like you can learn these other things. They're all in your brain. It just it's harder for some people. So this is your natural state. Maybe I am good at it. I don't know. Like the way athletes, like they go up, LeBron James goes up for a layup, he can contort his body and all that stuff just so to think, uh, get it in there. You think artists have the same thing too, like with their their painting style? Yeah, that's one of them. I'm like, trying like to remember. Bob Ross probably had like the, <clears throat> the top tier contender. I'm trying to remember. I think that was like the engineers and the sculptors. It's some a, kind of like optical awareness or something. Like they can see the world and like. Uh, they can see the world and like they retain so much of the detail and everything like that and then they can recreate it like the way it looks that's why they tell you when you're drawing like look at pictures like and draw the same thing over and over and over and over and over like if you want to learn how to draw a phone book draw that phone book every day yeah so you get it perfect just the same way with a telephone draw that telephone Every day. Or they tell you to like look at anatomy books and read anatomy mm-hmm. books. How like muscles form or how they roll and turn and all that stuff. I just thought it was cool. If you want to check it out, it's on Big Think. Uh, that's a YouTube channel. It's uh, eight, eight Types of Intelligence or something like that. I can't remember what the name was. but it, Yeah, he's like a doctor who's done all these tests. And he said that there might be more. There might be one more something like that I asked Blueberry that podcast thing yeah you know, that we're on that we never put it, we never put ourselves on it yeah and I asked him like look my podcast is on your thing I never put it on there I said it could have been a listener read more about it it could have been a listener how so would they, what? how would they get our stuff and put it on there 
Why you could have been added to, to the directory. There are a number of reasons that you could have been added to the Blu-ray podcast directory. We add shows on a daily basis through a number of different ways. We will have MyCast, Playlist, Subscription Services on Blu-ray, Subscription to on Android. A listener wanted to subscribe to your show on their Android phone. Oh. So it's Android users. Yeah. Okay. Benefits of claiming your podcast. Oh, okay. We can see if there's any money in there. That's nuts, bro. That's nuts as they can just pick it up. I mean, not that we care, but... No, I mean, I'm glad it's out there. Yeah, it's just a little heads up. Look at there. I'm not going to say no. I could go in there and claim my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine. Did you see anything good? I don't know. Any goodies? I know we're on there. What is so weird? Like, this is the one thing. Skate videos always had awesome music. Yeah. But I wish I could do something with them. Because this is like, it does a it'll show a trick, and it'll show some guy eating pills, and then it'll show another trick, and it'll show the guy <laughs> shooting the guy, <laughs> and it'll show another trick, and it'll show a, a robbery with a Uzi or whatever. <laughs> and then it cut to Animal House. <laughs> I found. Oh. You're so weird. Do you bro. remember when we played that tequila song? Yes. And at the end of it, it has that. It goes. You knocked my teeth out, motherfucker. Yeah. I found what movie that's from. What's it from? Not The Departed, right? No, it's from. Uh, it's the Steven Seagal movie. Out for justice <laughs> when he he twists up the pool ball in the handkerchief. I gotta tell you, I don't know. And he smacks the guy right in the face. I never liked Steve. And he Seagal gets up movies. and he spits he's spitting his teeth out on the pool table. He goes, Knock my teeth out, mother Yeah. <laughs> yes, I found it. Uh, where I did found you the find sound it? Because I was watching Out for Justice yesterday. <laughs> and you heard it? Yeah. <clears throat> I always thought that guy was lame. Steven Seagal? Yeah, even when he was skinny and actually looked like he could beat you up. Look at that guy! He's about to blow his brains out! Yeah. What kind of stupid nonsense is this? It's a hardcore skate video. Yeah, whatever. You. And it's got this crappy Windows logo. It keeps showing. <laughs> what can I say? It's YouTube. It's just rolling through videos. Yeah, it's rolling through skate videos. Because I typed in one thing, the Gons. <laughs> It's brought me to this level. <coughs> I think we only saw one with the cons. Yep. And that's it. It's, it's been a bunch of people we didn't know. Because I said, you bring up the guns and it comes. He's like Beetlejuice. You say his name three times. The guns, the guns, the guns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure this skateboard company's not even around anymore. Where we at, bro? We're at... 111. Oh man, yeah, let me go home and sleep. Let's hit these plugs. Uh, this is plug time. Anything new for you? You saw the Hell on High Water. Should I go see it? Yeah. Okay. Also, War Dogs is really good. Okay, I'll try and check that one out too. Both those movies. War Dogs. Did you see anything? Yeah, I think this guy's doing coke. I <laughs> just snort coke. Hell or High Water, uh, War Dogs, both were excellent movies. Oh, so uh, I did give a good recommendation. Yeah. Um, I watched the new 
Thrasher Skate video, you want to, you might want to go pick that up, or, I mean, you can watch it on YouTube for free, uh, or you can actually go to thrashermagazine.com and watch it. Yeah, go watch that thing on Big Think, see how wrong I was, um, what I messed up on. Not really much new music. I do got one thing, that, that, uh, that Assassin's Creed movie looks awesome. It does? Yeah, I think it's coming out in December, too, so... That and Rogue One. Oh, riding around the corner. I can't wait for the Rogue One Star Wars. I thought you said you weren't excited about it. You were busting a bunch of people's... You were busting Walmart's chops because they had Rogue One toys. You're like, nobody wants that crap. <laughs> people don't care about Star no, Wars. No, I was, look, I was saying that the fact that... Okay, I would... Yeah, I'll put you on front Ro- Rogue One's more my... It should be, you know... Tailored to people like me. Why? Older. Why? Because we're the ones that grew up around that, that era of Star Wars. So, <laughs> what? So that that, that, <laughs> that brings our eyes to like, oh, this is great. You that know, was, that you was. You don't make commercials and put little kids in it because they don't care about Star Wars. They care about YouTube. What are you talking about, man? How is it not? The Force Awakens was for the older generation. Yeah, but there was never any movie. It's the same with. Rogue One. That's going to be for the older generation. It's not for the youth. They don't care. But they can't get in on it? They can, but I'm not really going out there to buy like a, a Lieutenant Jim costume for my kid. What if they want it? I don't know. They, it might. I, I really doubt that they're going to fall in line and be like, I love this. If they keep putting it on TV, they will. And on YouTube the Force, ads. The Force Awakens didn't do that bad. What are you talking about? All those kids were dressed up like BB-8 and Kylo Ren. When? All through Halloween and Ray and uh, Poe Dameron. I didn't see none of that. You didn't see none of that? No. They were all over the place. And in the stores, all the little, uh, all the little outfits. Look, I think it's it's for me. Oh, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm too tired. And I'm coming for you. <laughs> I don't think they should be tailoring it to kids. Why not? Because this is like. Before the original four, it's a prequel to those. It's a prequel to those. Yeah, it's Rogue One is before they they had just finished building the Death Star. So okay, so it's before A New Hope. Yeah. Okay. Way before. So it's not for anybody. It's not for anybody. But it still looks good because, like, the, the, the Star Destroyers are, like, the original white ones. I mean, I don't really like J.J. Abrams. I think he's kind of overrated. I don't but think it's J.J. Abrams that did it. No, I know he's not, but the I was going to say the, uh, the the flight stuff was cool. So, like, the flight scenes with the really like Poe Dameron and uh, <coughs> when they were on the Millennium Falcon. Not doing that, chasing that big slug around. Like that. You know like what I really liked about it? Like, when that thing was chasing them. Was Poe Dameron... Finn's buddy cop drama. You think they're gonna? You think they're gonna go gay? No, I think they're. I think. I think they're gonna make like. (sighs) I think they're gonna go gay, man. You think? Oh yeah. No, man. Yeah. No, no, because she loved Skywalker's daughter loved Finn so much. What are you talking about? They were good buddies. Not, that's the only buddy I saw was the girl, (laughs) (laughs) the dude. When they hugged at the end, I was like, this is a little gay. No. Yeah, bro. Sparks were flying. For Poe? 
for Apocalypse? Yeah, he gave him a name and everything. He's just one true love. I can't call you <laughs> FN247. I'm going to call you Finn. <laughs> you gave me my name, and then they're going to kiss. <laughs> so I could never leave you. You gave me my name. It's going to be a big slip, sloppy way I don't kiss. think they're going to make them gay. Oh, yeah, it's coming, man. No, because he, it seemed like maybe Finn was a little bit hot for, hot for, uh... Oscar Isaac, yeah. No, not for Oscar Isaac. That was just like his good friend. He was more hot for the, 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 the Jedi. Oh, they're good friends. They're good friends, alright. What Jedi? She was the only Jedi there. Yeah, that's who he was hot for. She wasn't even a Jedi yet. Because he wouldn't have went after her. What are you talking about? Like he was always like, we gotta save her, and he's like, yeah, because that's no. that was his boyfriend's mission. Don't save her. Yeah, that was his boyfriend's mission, and he died in that pit in the sand. And he was like, my one true love. No. <laughs> least, at least I can do is go and <laughs> fulfill your mission. I really doubt Finn, <laughs> Finn's gonna be gay. I didn't see no chemistry between them. I did. Oscar I saw Isaac. It. it was boom. It was no, it's just because they're like, because they're like good friends. Yeah, oh, yeah they're good friends, all right. Dang it, already did that joke. <laughs> I'm too tired. All right, we did another. Right. <laughs> we did another <laughs> ten minutes. Sorry about that. You can uh, find me on Instagram and Twitter. Oh boy, you're gonna have to find a long, <laughs> long beat <laughs> for these plugs. <laughs> you can email us at stickingwithstucky at gmail.com. Dangerous eighty eight. Find us on Facebook at Sticking with Stucky. Chris Sears. Find us at newpodworldorder.com <coughs> and check out everybody else on there. Yeah, man. That's all we really got for this week. Oh, another movie. Christine. That movie looked good. Isn't that about a car? No, it's about... No, it's not the Stephen King movie. It's we got Rebecca Hall in it. It's about this uh, girl, Christine... Uh, Chubstick or something like that. Yeah. She shot herself on live TV and they did a movie about her. That's as bad as that new movie coming out about the, the Boston bombing. Like, I don't really care about watching that. Yeah, but this is back in the 70s. Oh, well, it's just a it's still bad idea. Why? It looked like a good movie. I think you'll like it. What? I'm not watching the Boston Marathon bombing movie with Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg is in it? Yeah, he's a is cop. Is he playing the terrorist? No, he's a cop in it. He's one of the cops. these Americans. No, he plays one of the cops that was at the event. You see how I sucked you back into this conversation? <laughs> you gotta end it. You gotta end it already. Alright. I'm Marky Mark. I'm gonna save you from the terrorists. He's also in Transformers 5. I think we get a transformer. He's breathing heavy every time he talks. <laughs> I think that's all we got for you guys right, this man. week. Yeah. You can uh, talk to us on the social media. I almost jumped uh, in the sick Kirk out. <laughs> I'll tell you this one last thing. It's Kirk out. Good name is you. Oh, merci. It's a dark Allo oui, c'est Marc de Paris. Qu'est-ce qui se passe Ah, d'accord.
Give it a man, shout out to the man, group of the old school. We gon' take down the back, you know what I'm saying? Make it a source of this right here. Yo, check it. Well, if you living in the world today, you be hearing the slang of the Wu-Tang say. Niggas that front, we don't have them. So we blast them, all right. Well, okay. Well, if you like the way you sound and clap, man. And if the woman love it too, well, then raise your hands. But only raise your hands if you're sure. Hope niggas shatter like a glass jaw. Break it. My rhyme gross weight via two combination Was too heavy for the Chevys, it's chased out the station Double-edged was the guillotine that beheaded it, gassed up Fucking with some regular unleaded shit Heads roll on hillsides behind ropes that bind in X marks the spot on the scope Heavily armed military is necessary, it's a gamble MCs bet they best at every Powerful, terrible release might harm If tampered with, set off and strike like pipe bomb Flashbacks to the duel of the Iron Mike Look out for these fatal flying spikes of massive sleep holes Put strangles on commercial angles Microphone cords tangled from being star spangled Now who could ever say they heard of this? My motherfucking style is mad murderous Well if you like the way you sound and clap man Caught up in the web, now beats are stinging. Yo, that nigga's him singing. I'm swinging swords, strictly based on keyboards. Unbalanced like elephants and ants on seesaws. I throw raps that attack like the Japs from Pearl Harbor. MCs be out like bank robbers, flinging the scene. To be a soul survivor, DJ the getaway driver. Try to dip, but he died. I socialize with vocal vibe. Going track, stabbed up with razor sharp knives. Criminal, subliminal minded, rappers find it hard to define it. Panera was the gate for fat tapes, and it played out and out of date. Then I construct my thoughts on sight to renovate. And from that point, the guards made a statement. Drafting tracements, replacements, and basements. Materials and sheetrock to soundproof the beatbox and microscopic optics to see through the box. Six obnoxious topics, major labels. Flavor tropical, punchline that's unstoppable. Bring like shots from blocks that attract cops around the clubs to try to shut down the hip hop. But we only increase if everything is peace. Father, you see King the police. Well, if you living in the world today, we be hearing the slang that the Wu Tang say. Niggas that front, we don't have the vibes, so we blast the vibes. Well, okay, well, if you're 